0: This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamieson. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamieson. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. I am Paul Jamieson, host of the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks for tuning on in today. I I want to uh, share from my heart a uh, burning message that's honestly, it's more of a pep talk to myself (laughs) and to keep myself accountable, uh, but I'll bring you along uh, for the journey with what's been uh, stirring in my heart. Now, before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's message, I want to say a Thank you to Eric uh, from Green and Clean. Green and Clean? Yeah, I read that right. Eric from Green and Clean. That rhymes. Lawn care. Uh, Thanks for the the kind words there in iTunes and uh, dropping the review, Eric. I definitely appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate Facebook for (laughs) reminding me. uh, It was a year ago that... you ever be on Facebook and it'll say, you know, one year anniversary or a year ago today, something like that, or five years ago today. And, it, you know, it reminds us of these life events. Well, the reminder for me, the the Facebook notification was it was a year ago that I went to Stillwater, Minnesota to the Ring Lawn Care Headquarters, uh, which I've always wanted to go there. So it was really cool to get an invitation from Brian Ring because he wanted to gift me a 48 inch commercial mower. He had just put a new Kawasaki engine in this thing and uh, I've ran it now for a year and the thing's really strong and uh, durable, reliable and that uh, gets the job done. But long story short, I was um, talking with Brian Ring just about my business and uh, a handful of other guys and one thing Brian quickly uh, identified in a way I could improve my business is through being more efficient. And at the moment, because here in Atlanta, especially the yards that I do in the neighborhoods that we do, they're not that big. I mean, I see some of these guys in Pennsylvania and Ohio and Minnesota. I mean, these properties are gigantic. And, you know, here in Atlanta, just in my neighborhood, you know, in my County, there's over 1 million people just in my little County. That's not, you know, downtown where the skyscrapers are. This is a suburb, um, Northeast side of Atlanta. And so the yards, you know, just aren't that big. Um, However, my biggest mower was 30, uh, a 30 inch, uh, you know, I have an X, I had an X mark at the time. I've switched over to the Toro Time Master, um, for this year. But anyway, Brian, we're just looking at the square feet of these properties and this, that, and the other. And Brian's like, well, you know what? I think you would probably be even more efficient, uh, with a little bit bigger of a mower. And, um, I was like, yeah, but I, you know, I don't really want to fork out 10, $12,000 for a, you know, a turf master or whatever. Uh, mower I would get. And uh, he's like, dude, buy yourself a plane ticket, come on up and um, I'll give you this mower and I'll give you a a trailer to haul it. And so I was like, okay. And uh, so I flew up there and uh, he gave me, he gave me the mower and he gave me the um, trailer, just a very generous gift um, from Brian. Well, this, uh, that was a blessing for sure. But the biggest blessing Was I had to drive from Stillwater, Minnesota all the way back to Atlanta, Georgia, which that's 17 hours of driving. Now, I split it up into two days, but the reason why I said that was a blessing is because I was going so fast in life that I had not taken two days off to just be alone and to think. And what had happened on that trip when I drove from Stillwater uh, to Atlanta is I had two days basically alone. And it was so helpful because my tendency in life is I bite off more than I can chew and I get stretched thin. And in the cycle of life and going through the mundane of day-to-day operations, we, we don't often realize you know, how preoccupied and distracted we get in life. Now, one thing that was going through my mind for a few years is I was like, man, I really want to start a podcast. And I have a history and education and thousands of hours of experience in broadcasting. Um, Many of you guys know I do own a landscaping company here in Atlanta, but I also am on the radio here in Atlanta. And you know, I've been, um, I'm just so thankful for the opportunity um, that I have to do that. But I just kept kicking the can down the road and saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna start a podcast." And and, and uh, I would tell people, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, I'm starting a podcast," and then I never would actually start it. And then for like a year, I'm like, I was, I mean, I was serious in my heart. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm about to start a podcast. I'm starting a podcast," and I never, I never actually did it. And so, what I want to talk about today, and this is a pep talk to myself is the power of having singular, intense focus. And really, sometimes we actually need to simplify our life to go further. We think the hustle, the grind, doing you know, work, 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 work. But actually sometimes, and I've said that saying a lot, we get to be a rat in a wheel, but sometimes we can work so hard and hustle so hard that we get so burnt out and stretched thin and distracted that we're not actually making the progress we think. And to, you know, to step back a little bit and to really evaluate what are my goals and how am I going to get there um, is important. So, anyway, I'm driving from Minnesota. I went through, I think, Wisconsin first. And forgive my geography, I, I'm not going to give you the whole uh, route, but uh, I was somewhere, I think, in Illinois. and. I'm just I'm in this U-Haul um, with the mower in the U-Haul and the trailer and whatnot. And I'm just looking out the window. And I just I really felt like, you know what? I am going to actually do the podcast. And I made it. I, I really begin to get that singular, intense focus. And as I just keep driving, and I just keep thinking and I just keep praying. I'm like, you know what? This is it. I, I, I'm setting a goal to start the green industry podcast and it wasn't just that I was like you know what I'm gonna do 100 episodes before I even evaluate if it's successful if it's not I'm not gonna get caught up on the numbers the feedback this that or the other I'm gonna make it a goal to make one 100 of the best episodes that I can and you know each episode I think this is episode 47 or so. I try to make it a little bit better each time. And sometimes we've had some difficulties when callers have called in and, um, you know, it's just the microphone is basically the person's phone. And if there's not a good connection or not talking clearly into the phone, you know, sometimes it doesn't sound as good as I want it to sound. However, I've committed. I'm like to the best of my ability, I'm going to make 100 episodes. And then after I have a hundred episodes, then I'll evaluate: Is it worth my time? Is there an audience that's really blessed and engaged with the show? And you know, I'm not going to make any decisions until episode 100 is in the books, and I know that I've put in my best effort uh, to make those first 100 shows the best they can. And I kind of felt that if I actually do it, it's it's going to work. But I but but nevertheless, I'm like. I'm going to at least try. I'm going to at least make uh, those 100 episodes. And so anyway, it was just super encouraging um, because then I land – or not land. I was driving. I, I get back to Atlanta, and uh, shortly thereafter, Naylor Taliaferro uh, was flying down from Virginia to interview me for – he he was um, interviewing folks for his YouTube channel, and uh, I actually you know had him get in the studio. He's my first interview. We talked for maybe like n- – 90 minutes or two hours. He had a mic, I had a mic. We just sat there and we talked. And then I actually, that conversation was so rich and he, Naylor just had so much good stuff to share. I I was actually, I cut it into three episodes of, you know, about 30, 40 minutes each. And um, those were three of my first episodes. Um, But that was like the launch of the podcast. And Naylor just encouraged me. um, uh, His name's Naylor, not Naylor, sorry. (laughs) Naylor, if you're listening. But he encouraged me to go for it. And then I had many other people encourage me to go for it, and then I went for it. But it was because I started getting a singular focus, like, you know what, this is what I want to do. And the reason that I did not start the show earlier is because I was stretched thin. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do that podcast. Oh, yeah, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. And sometimes we can have so many ideas of what we want to do, but we don't get traction. We don't get any traction on it. Because we're stretched too thin and we don't have singular intense focus. You know, around January 1, people start making their New Year's resolutions. And, you know, you see the guy, yeah, I want to get rid of my big fat belly and I want to get out of debt. And then, you know, two weeks later, you see the same guy at the pizza buffet paying for it with a credit card. (laughs) And so there's, there's no traction. And I'm really getting into a point in my life where... I really am trying to simplify and I'm really trying to find out what are those most important goals in my life and I have some financially. I have some career-wise. I have some with this podcast and I, I have some in different areas in my life but what I'm trying to do is really cut back in some areas of my life so I can go further in other areas of my life to really simplify because I I've noticed when I'm simplified and I'm just focused on a few things, I can do them with excellence and I can do them well, but when I'm just you know, overwhelmed and doing too much, then I, I kind of do a half-hearted effort at a lot of things and I'd rather just give my best effort at a few things. So I say all that, I'm fixing actually here um, in a few minutes. As soon as I get this show published, I'm uh, headed down to the Atlanta airport and I'm headed to Ohio for a few days Uh, to hang out with my grandpa. He's 93 years old in the nursing home. And um, I'm I'm having one of those experiences again, like I had when I went to Minnesota and I had that kind of time to really think and contemplate and set goals and reevaluate my goals and then, you know, get that singular intense focus to accomplish these goals. And so I'm really looking forward um, to go to the nursing home actually as a as a uh, visitor as a friend of my grandpa and to sit there with him and a lot of times he just you know dozes off and falls asleep and so I'll, I'll get that time to just really think and pray and um, make sure that I'm investing my time uh, wisely and there's no shame in simplifying there's no shame in scaling back because then what we do work at a lot of times it's way more fruitful and we you know we're more successful in life um, it was really cool. Yesterday, I was at Quick Trip, the gas station, and um, I uh, get out of my truck, and there's this guy, and uh, I, I thought maybe he was walking towards me. You know when someone's walking towards you like they want to talk to you, and uh, so he's walking towards me, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's going to ask me for some money to you know, get some lottery tickets or cigarettes or booze or who knows what his story's going to be. You, you've ever been somewhere someone's like, hey, I'm homeless. Can you give me some money or whatever? And then um, they, they go, <laughs> never mind there's a there's this person I always see at Walmart and they're always you know got their little homeless sign and then I'll see him in the gas station and they're buying cigarettes and beer and lottery tickets and Kit Kats and Reese's and I'm like anyway um and then I anyway and then I they park over at the Bank of America and they got a car and they're just they're just anyway so I'm thinking maybe that this guy's you know doing that because he walks up to me and he's like hey how you doing and what, whatnot and I was like hey how you doing and I just walked by and went in the bathroom when I come back out of the bathroom and lo and behold, he wanted to meet me. He's like, "Hey," and he said hi to me again. And he's like, "Hey, I listened to your podcast," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and uh, he uh, he wasn't homeless. He actually is a you know landscape owner, and he has several crews. And uh, he's telling me about his business. And uh, really cool guy. Um, I follow him on um, Instagram. And um, so anyway, it was, it was cool to meet somebody in public that says you know um, that they're they're blessed by the show. But as I was talking to him. He said that you know, next year he's like, I'm thinking of cut you know, cutting back a crew, maybe downsizing a crew just because it's so overwhelming and so I mean here in Atlanta, y'all might not understand how hot it is, but it's so hot. We're just it was like nine and I don't know, ten in the morning, ten thirty in the morning, and we're both just like just looking at each other like I'm tired, I'm hot, you're tired, you're hot. Like I get it, dude, I get it. <laughs> and um the season's just draining on us. But um you know, there's this stigma and there's this perception where oh no, I gotta be the biggest and the this, that and the other. But sometimes, you know, our bottom line in business, our, our actual profit and how much money we're really making, um, can actually go up when the top line goes down. I'm not saying that needs to be the formula every time. I mean there's some companies, Amazon and Apple and um several other companies obviously that have these crazy top lines and these crazy bottom lines but um you know we just need to really it's it's specific and different of the details of every single person's business and family and situation and so for some people you know growing their outfit is the best and for others you know it's good to pivot and to have the courage to pivot um, with a plan, you know, with a purpose. Um, you know, some people, the pivot looks different, but if we just keep doing the same thing um, and we don't make those pivots, we don't make those adjustments, we don't simplify when necessary, and most importantly, we don't have intense singular focus, then, you know, we lack that traction. And so that's where I'm at in my life right now. I'm really trying to get refocused. I'm really trying to get refocused on the right things. What what do I really want? And I'm um, just kind of reverse engineering, you know, I'm trying to imagine 10 years from now what I want my life to be like how and how am I going to get there? And so I'm uh figuring it all out and uh really trying to um simplify my life, really trying to to set those goals and um really get singular focus on them. And there's some goals that I've really set with clarity and I'm going to do a whole nother show. I've done one show on goal setting and I've, I've really been studying goal setting um, and action plans and um, accountability and, and all of that, you know, actually tracking to, to, to accomplish your goals. And it's really been inspiring my heart because it's really powerful as human beings, what we can accomplish when we're laser focused, I've seen this in athletes a lot, and I may do a whole show on momentum because I really believe momentum's real in business and in our personal relationships and our personal finance and obviously in sports. Um, if you're a, a sports um, fan, you've seen it, you know, where one team gets momentum and the other team starts just to, you know, get stale. And then the other team is just has all this momentum and everyone, everything's just clicking. And and depending on the sport, I could give different examples, but momentum is just so real. And I am feeling momentum right now um, with this show. Um, And I appreciate everyone who's been listening. And for the messages you guys send me, direct messages on Instagram, the ratings and reviews you leave in iTunes. I am so pumped up. And we're at the halfway point in regards to my goal of making 100 episodes. Now, just to be honest, I'm planning on making episode 101, 102. I mean, I'm going to keep going is is my, um, you know, that's my mindset. But when I was starting, I was like, all right, instead of just, you know, having this end goal of, oh, here's what my my show to be like, I was like, I need to start with a more simple goal. And that's when I said, okay, I'm going to do 100 episodes, no matter what. And give my best effort at it because, you know, in our culture, if I would have just after the fifth show been like, "Oh man, maybe my downloads aren't as impressive as I want them to be, or maybe I'm not getting enough feedback or whatever," it's so it's we need the long game. Like, you know, I am excited to hang out with my 93 year old grandpa um, later today because I love his stories. I love the old fashioned. You know, I'm thankful I get to live in 2019, 2020, 2021. Um, Lord willing, I love our technology and everything, but you know his his story is from the nineteen forties. You know when he had his own. He my grandpa owned a business in the nineteen forties and the nineteen fifties, and and just to hear about saving money and um, you know consistency and persistence over the long run, it ju- it just really you know is um, depositing something in me, and um, that's why I set that goal for one hundred episodes because I'm like, man, people get so um, I was talking to my little brother, he made one, I made a video on TikTok, <laughs> which is this app where you, it's kind of like a, the Vine app, it's not Vine app, but it's kind of similar like that, you make little 15 second videos, so I made this video and it had over 1 million views, it had like 1.2 million views, it was funny, Um, you can follow me on TikTok, it's Paul Jameson, and so basically overnight I picked up 4,000 people started following me, and um, you know, all these views. And then my brother makes one video. He's like, man, this video is going to go viral. And it was funny. My brother made a really funny video and uh, it had like 1000 views and he was completely deflated. He's like, man. And I, and I was like, dude, you made one video. Like you don't know the TikTok algorithm. You don't, how could you expect just to open an account, make one video and expect it to go viral. But that's, that's their culture. Um, he's younger than me. He's nine, he's 20 years old actually. Um, but it's just like, oh, one video, and if it doesn't go, oh, and you're all the press. I mean, it's. Um, I think you're. In, you get what I'm saying here. Is we we need to, don't um, just judge our our video or. Pardon me, our life. Mike, you could tell my mind's already at the airport. I got to make sure I don't miss the flight because the traffic here in Atlanta. So I'm I'm actually gonna have to go here soon. But, um, you know that we don't just judge everything off of one episode of a show or one video or one. Uh, account and one customer and one experience but you know we we um, review analyze and evaluate you know with a better um, broad scope of what we're um, looking at but in summary here I got to make sure I catch this flight whatever it is in your life I really believe when we get laser focused on whatever that goal is and we get singular focus and we get accountability you know we have people knowing hey and I just told the whole world I'm trying to make 100 episodes before I evaluate this thing and help me get there. And then you know I'm I'm even though I'm only 47 in the the momentum is just incredible. And you know when I hit 100, then we're 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 just gonna keep on going and going and going. Um, this has been so much fun. But the point is I started out with that goal, and now you guys are keeping me accountable, so I appreciate that. And um, any way I can help, you know, and be a, an encourager and keep others accountable, um, to their goals, um, is inspiring to me, but I just want to pep talk my own self here. So I think I'm pepped up enough. (laughs) I'm encouraged enough to identify the goals, write them down with, um, specifics with, you know, when do you want to have the goal done by what's the goal in a, in a measurable way. And, um, to share that now, now I shared my goal here on the broadcast. One goal, you know, with you guys but be careful who you share your goals with because some people they don't understand and they'll suck the life out of you because you'll be like oh man I set a goal to do this and then they'll say some smirky smart aleck comment because they're wounded in life and then it might affect your emotions because you're like oh man maybe that goal was too lofty or not whatever so be careful who you share your goals with um I'm you know I got a really close people around me that um, you know, I, there's some things that I keep really close to my chest and, 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 and that you don't share with everyone because you don't want people to um, speak negatively about your destiny. But with that being said, it's not good to just keep our goals a secret. I mean, we want to share it with at least somebody who can keep us accountable. So, all right, guys, I got to go catch this flight. Really excited to go hang out with my grandpa. And um, I hope I've encouraged you. As I, honestly, I want to make this show that I'll, I'll just go back and listen to it myself and be like, Paul, singular Focus, laser focus, and you can do it. And um, a lot of times we need to simplify in, um, I'm hoping I'm drawing this correlation with enough clarity. It's clear in my mind, but sometimes I don't communicate with my words what's in my mind, the correlation between simplifying and then that singular focus on our goals. Because sometimes we can't have intense laser, you know, singular focus on our goals if we're not simplified enough. And so a lot of times we have to cut out things in order to go deeper in other areas of our life. All right. I do have to get to the airport and um, I appreciate everybody who has been really appreciate everybody uh, like Eric from green and clean who has been leaving these reviews in iTunes. You just go there. There's a little blue button that says, write a review. One, two, three sentences would be more than appreciated. And um, it looks like we uh, have a lot of ratings coming in as well, where it's a five stars there. So Click however many stars um, you think the show's worth. I appreciate it. We got by far the majority of five stars. And then someone gave us a one star. and <laughs> had uh, thankfully no two stars. Got a couple three stars, a four star, and then all the rest are five stars. So I appreciate all, all, all of y'all. And um, definitely all the encouraging Instagram uh, DMs to keep on going. It's inspiring and, you know, the gentleman who said hi to me at the gas station yesterday—that really, uh, that really encouraged me um, to know the reach uh, that the show's having—meant um, a lot. So I'm gonna go catch this flight to Ohio. Thanks for listening, and um, more episodes too. We got a sponsor for the show too, so I'm excited. I'm, we're gonna un- un- probably um, start um, playing those um, ads and um, getting that all set up here in the next couple episodes or so. So I'm really uh, thankful to to roll that out, and um, things are really. Um, got a lot of momentum here on the Green Industry podcast. So I appreciate uh, your friendship. And uh, if you're still listening at this point in the episode, you listen to the whole show. So I, that really means a lot. And I just want to say thank you.